Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from The Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey fam, I'm Jada Pinkett Smith, and this is the Red Table Talk Podcast. All your favorite episodes from the Facebook Watch Show in audio. Produced by Westbrook Audio and iHeartRadio. Please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. I'm used to being at my house at the table. This is cool, man. We move the Red Table to a new world. And I'm super nervous, just know that. It's our 100th episode of RTT, and we went all out. This is the moment millions of fans have been waiting for. A special exclusive reunion with my Matrix family. Please welcome the super superstars. Keanu, Carrie Ann, and Priyanka. I think you just gave away the answer. Oh, damn it. How do you know this? How could you possibly know this? Oh my gosh, I'm not gonna share that. <laughs> Even at the red table. We were on the red carpet and I had a straight panic attack. This is coming back to me now. If you bring her out here, I think I might cry, so. Come on out, guys. What? <laughs> Are we ready? Yes. Let's go. This is the moment millions of fans have been waiting for. The Matrix Resurrections hits theaters December 22nd, and I am thrilled to be back as Niobe. Please welcome the super, super, superstars Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss. Hello! How are you, beautiful? You look so gorgeous. Kiki! Have a seat! I'm so happy to have you guys here. This is very weird for me because we're usually on 
set just chilling or acting together, me sitting here and having to hold somewhat of an interview oh. is very bizarre. You left out training together. Yeah, that's right. Training together as we well. We did Getting have training together <laughs> way back when. Way back when. Willow was so little. Willow was little. So was Jaden. Yeah, he was so little. Yeah. We're going to have a good time today because the fans are going to lead. Oh, okay. Yeah, we got a bunch of fan questions. So first up, we have Jasma. Keanu. Everyone says you're Hollywood's nicest guy. <laughs> and you're such a giving person. What do you do to give to yourself? Hi, Jasma. Um, what oh, do I yeah, do? Yeah, that's a good. I would like to know that about both of you. What do you do to give to yourselves? I want to hear what you do. Yeah. Um, let's go for a motorcycle ride. Yeah, exactly. Let's read. I love going to the movies. For me, my work is that as well. Mm. You know, I often yeah. sometimes get asked, you know, I've been at, at this for a while, and they're like, do you still love it? And I'm like, yeah, I love it even more. Right. You know, so, you know, for me, work is life. Yeah. I think for me, I try to keep it really simple to what nourishes me. I love to go outside as much as I can at sunrise and sunset and to appreciate the nature, to put my bare feet on the earth. Right. To be present. Yeah. yeah. My feet are on the ground, I'm healthy, I'm here, I'm so, my heart is beating, and I'm, I try to be connected to that. I'm with you on that. Next question is from Kimberly. Carrie Ann, when you first shot The Matrix, you were single, and now you have a beautiful family and kids. How do you feel like motherhood has changed you? Hi, Kim. I feel like being a mother has given me everything. Yeah. I love growing. And raising human beings is challenging. And um, I have loved mothering because I've chosen to grow. I think about the places in myself that I think I would have just said, that's just how I am. Right. That my kids, because I love them so much, I've had to expand, expand through grow. that. Yeah. So I think I'm a completely different person than I was before I had kids. I so relate to that. Yeah. yeah, my kids have stretched me in ways yeah. I never imagined. I mean, so I totally understand that. Yeah, and I'm so grateful for that. Have they seen you as Trinity? Uh, my boys have, my daughter hasn't. What do your sons feel about that character? My sons really respect me right. as a human being, and they love me a lot. And I think they think it's very cool. You know, this was the first time my kids were ever on a set was this movie. Wow. Yeah, super sweet. Yeah. So, are our two surprises here already? Yeah. I've got two surprises for you. Every time I see you guys, you happen to ask about these two people. If you bring her out here, I think I might cry, so. Hey. What? Hey. What's up? <laughs> How what? are you guys? Oh, oh my God. God. Absolutely amazing. Oh, so good to see you. So good to see you. Oh my gosh. So good to see you. So good to see you. I remember being so young with you on set. so cute. And spending so much time with you and asking my mom where you were just all the time. I know. Literally. And now literally. they're all just fly. You guys are just fly. You were a month when I started training. Yeah. 
Matrix wow. was shot in Australia. You guys were out there with so me for a year. But Carrie Ann, me being out there with these two little cherubs, mm -hmm. and you just loved them so much. And we really bonded and connected in yeah. that area. Makes you know? me a little teary. Yeah. Mm. And Keanu and Jaden, you guys did a movie together. Yeah. Yes, indeed. We made a movie together. We did. Yes. That was the day the earth stood yeah. still. Just having the honor to be on set with you, to be able to watch you when I was like so young, yeah. that was an amazing experience. No, man, it was cool to work with you back then. We had some pretty intense scenes. Please don't hurt me. You had some uh, heavy lifting to do on your shoulders. Yeah. You, know? you really did. Really rocked it. Thank you. Yeah. Over the pandemic, I watched the first Matrix again. And, um,. I was just boohoo crying. Yeah. Aww. Like notebook boohoo crying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, this is so real. It hit me different at an older age. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Like, I just always wanted to be Trinity. Yeah. Who does it? Just such a beautiful, just strong female character. But so vulnerable, too. And that was the thing, Carrie Ann. That is the thing about the you. vulnerability. That you bring to Trinity that vulnerable strength along with that no-nonsense mm -hmm. strength as well. And that's a quality I have yet to see anywhere else. I've always loved that about I you. That was fun. And I loved yeah. watching you with your children because I have always had the dream of being a mother. Yeah. In our business, you don't really see women doing it. Like, you don't get to see both. And yeah. the fact that you allowed me to see you do it Mm. just opened my mind that it was really possible mm -hmm. to be so there for your children the way that you were while you're training and you're nursing. And, and, and then when I became pregnant, you were so protective of me doing the press. Yeah. <laughs> and I really appreciated that and have called you about parenting and mothering. And I really admire everything that you do. You're such a natural, though, just that maternal nature that you have. Do you remember the book you gave me when I had my first child? You are my wild. Oh, you are my wild. You are my yes. wild. I sure did give that yeah. to you. That's a good one. Um, I don't think you two know, but The Matrix was a big part of our family world. Yeah. So yeah. much so, <laughs> we created a trilogy for Trey's birthday called The Trey Tricks. <laughs> what? <laughs> you guys have to see this. And Trey's and the Trey hero. Trey is the hero. OK. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that little face. What? Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. 
It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Johnny B. Good, and I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't. I came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world? Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every family has skeletons in their closet. Mine certainly does. Ones that go back a hundred years and reach thousands of miles back to our hometown in Sicily. Ever since I can remember, my relatives told the story of my great-great-grandmother who was killed by the mafia. I'm Joe Piazza, and in my new podcast, I'm taking on a generational vendetta, visiting the scene of the crime, confronting mafia experts, tracking down Italian officials, and even consulting mediums to set the record straight on my great-great-grandmother's mysterious disappearance. And in between the fact-finding missions, I'll be drinking a lot of wine and eating all of the pasta. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica, a daily podcast that introduces you to the fascinating lives of women history has forgotten. This month, we're bringing you the stories of disappearing acts. There's the 17th century fraudster who convinced men she was a German princess. The 1950s folk singer who literally drove off into the sunset and was never heard from again. The First Nations activist whose kidnapping and murder ignited decades of discourse about indigenous women's disappearances. And the young daughter of a Russian czar whose legendary escape led to even more intrigue and speculation. These stories make us consider what it means to disappear and why a woman might even want to make herself scarce. Listen to Amanica on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Nice cut. Nice <laughs> shot. What? <laughs> Yo, this is... Yo. That's yeah, that's me. Hello. <laughs> so small. Yeah. Yeah, I'm having a... So we did wow. three of those for Trey's birthday. We all love the Matrix. Yeah. It's, it's the, best, the best thing. thing. But yes. I, I want to talk about just a little bit how I feel like the Matrix is so um, relevant right now. We're going so deep into computers. Yeah. And I feel like... This movie is a way for people to be like, yo, hey, like, also pay attention that there's another side of technology, too. Like, yo. To your point, Matrix films, the concepts, the ideas give us a kind of tool in order to 
help us maybe have a perspective or an insight into the world that we're experiencing through technology. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. it's like we can ask ourselves, what is it that we're interacting with? How are how we, we want expressing to relate. this? How do we, how do we keep our humanity? Mm -hmm. Right. And how yeah. do we not become batteries? Yeah. Someone else's battery. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And we, all, we see it with the weight. <laughs> genius, genius. Data batteries. Yeah. I love that. Be careful. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Straight up. It's 100%. So Consent and agree. Yeah. Literally. Literally. <laughs> Consent and agree. What That's am I consenting thing. to and what am I agreeing to? Yeah. And how am I utilizing this technology? Right. You know? And how is it utilizing me? Yeah, that's the thing. Can I just say, <laughs> the Trinity and Neo love yeah, yeah. is everything. Because the type of darkness mm -hmm. that those characters have to overcome together. Mm -hmm. right. It's like you guys were ride or dies. Like you guys had like life or death. One hundred percent. Like for real. Had purpose real together. Purpose. Yes. Like one of my favorite movies ever of all time. I took you to the premiere. You had to be five or six. He sat through the whole <laughs> oh, premiere. Really? I'll never forget. <laughs> and he sat there through that whole movie. It's crazy. You loved that movie. I, yeah. I remember how yeah. much you loved that movie. Yeah. I really, really did. He was all in. And I really was. I really was. I really remember spending time with both of you guys. Mm -hmm. And I just, I think you guys are amazing. And I'll never Perfect. forget that. So. I appreciate you guys coming up. Of course. It's so exciting. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Thank I'm, you. I'm so excited. And it's so good to see you after yes. so long. Thank you. I love you, Mom. Yes. Good Thank to you see for you. letting us come. Of course. Are you Until next time. Matrix. So excited. Matrix. 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 You're beautiful children. Oh my gosh. How old are those young people right now? Willow just turned 21. 21. Halloween. And uh, Jaden is 23. Wow. Yeah. Oh. I have no more babies. That's it. Gone. Wow. Yeah. They're all grown. They're not even teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're grown. Everybody's in their 20s now. Wow. They have full on adults. Wow. So we have Miss Priyanka Chopra Jonas. She's in the new Matrix. And fans are dying to know more about the beautiful, the funny, the smart Priyanka. She's an internationally known actress, singer, and best-selling author. Priyanka is married to Nick Jonas, who she wed in a lavish five-day celebration. And Forbes has named her one of the world's 100 most powerful women. Oh my God, I am having the fan experience of a lifetime just watching the three of you guys talk right now. <laughs> like, this is everything. But I'm just like, oh my front row seats. And obviously that's how I felt with the movie too. Where are you? Are you in London? I'm still in London. You're still Jayden. in London. How was it, Priyanka, when you got called to join the cast? How was that for you? I mean, I think that the Matrix trilogy changed cinema. And I remember when the first Matrix came out so clearly, I was 16. I remember how it shifted culture. So when I got the call from my agent, I remember I was in India filming something. And they were like, oh, Lana wants to meet you tomorrow in right. San Francisco. Right. I drove to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wow. 
Sure. You know, whatever it takes to get the opportunity to work with all of you a lot. It's just such a privilege and an honor. And I really had a moment when we were doing that one scene in Berlin and all of you were standing across from me and I had all of those words. Yeah. And I remember my hands sweating like, oh my gosh, I told myself that the 16-year-old me would never forgive myself if I didn't get my words right <laughs> in front of all of you. <laughs> Why are you here now? Neo's escape has destabilized the Matrix. The Anomalium draws its current from Trinity alone now. A failsafe has been triggered to reset the Matrix back to the previous version. But the Analyst halted the reset. He's convinced the authorities that you will soon return voluntarily. And why would he say that? Because if I don't go back, he'll kill Trinity. So good. You rocked it. You killed that Thank moment, you. yeah. I don't even know if Keanu, you would remember this, but I was having a particularly hard day once in Berlin, and this is such a testament to the to the movie star and leader that you are. But um, you're very astute, and I don't even know you as much. You just very in your Virgo way, very quietly. You just said, you know, that was a tough day, and you got through it. You did a great job, and you know, sometimes you just need someone to see that yeah and someone to say that to you um so thank you for your kindness no. i i see why people say you're well that's kind but you did and it was and you shined yeah. so and thank it, you it was beautiful you guys are amazing and you know i'm just i'm just happy to be a part of it pre we've got a super fan question for you hi there Many of us believe that Priyanka is playing a grown-up version of Sati. Can we learn anything more about her character? Oh, are we allowed to? Do, where, is, where is our director? Are we allowed to? I don't know. <laughs> are we allowed to even answer that question? I think you just gave away the answer. Oh, damn it. <laughs> okay, well, shoot. I don't... mean, we won't say the answer, but... <laughs> That was a pretty big clue. That was a pretty big clue, wasn't it? Thank God we have editors. <laughs> <laughs> Jada, your face was so funny. Because <laughs> I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh, not on my watch. Not on my watch. No, sir. It's been a lot of fun since the trailer came out to see Matrix fans try to decode the movie and predict what's going to happen. Some of them are actually really, really scarily, right? I was like, how could you possibly know this? This movie was in, you know, uh, under lock and key. Right. Project Ice Cream. That's quite amazing. Yeah. Next question is from Donald. My question is, would you rather be John Wick or Neo in real life <laughs> and why? Lots of ways to go with that. Because we're here speaking about resurrections and Matrix resurrections. Absolutely. I think, and I don't think John Wick would mind. I think he'd understand. I but, think he would too. But I think to yeah. be able to be with Trinity and uh, have that life yeah. with them together and see what would happen, I think John Wick would be like, I, I got your John, back. Yeah, I think John would definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I think John would definitely be give like, the salute to that. Be like, okay, Matt. So up next is Yvette in Dallas. Keanu, so you always seem very serious. We want to know what makes you laugh and what is your guilty laugh? What's my go-to what? What's your guilty laugh? My guilty laugh? 
Oh my gosh, I'm not gonna share that. <laughs> even at the red table, even in this safe space. Um, what makes me laugh? Usually if I'm with friends, it's usually laughing at the horror and terror of things. <laughs> Just the amazing horror and terror of everything. Of course. One thing I will say about Keanu, yes, he's serious, but he's also funny. Yeah, well, thank you. Tina. You are. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, fun you're to fun. be with. Yeah. Next fan question. Hi, Priyanka. I'm Chloe from Phoenix, and I was wondering if your husband Nick is a fan of The Matrix and what he thinks of you joining the franchise. Um, he's definitely a fan of The Matrix, and I think he was very excited um, when I became part of the movie. He may or may not have been very excitedly writing, telling him, a few of his friends that I was part of the next one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my kids went buck wild crazy when they found out that I was going to be part of this next installment. Niobe. Yeah, Niobe. They were like, Niobe's coming back. I was like, yes, yeah, she's coming back. Coming back and throwing down. All right, next fan question. Hey, Keanu, I can't believe you got a comic book that's being turned into a Netflix series. You've done everything. What is on your bucket list? Thanks for asking. Yeah, bucket lists. Maybe go to Antarctica. Let's cross the Sahara. I don't oh, know. man. I guess it's travel. See some more of this globe and the people who are, who are on it. You have a comic book. Yes, yes, yes. What is the comic book called? It's called Berserker. You know, I wrote a comic book, too. You did? Years ago, years ago, cool. years ago, Key. What'd it you was do? called Menace. Menace? And she was a, yes, it's nice. called Menace. <laughs> and she was a menace? And I was, yes. How did that go? She was what a did menace. She got killed doing some stuff she didn't have any business doing, and then she was resurrected as a dark angel to basically bring people from her community out of sin and into the light. Mm. Yeah. A spiritual light. warrior? She's a spiritual warrior. With guns name. and knives? Yes. <laughs> I was 23, Key. I was 23. Right on. <laughs> kind of like Naomi, too, isn't it? Yeah, kind of. Mm. The stories <laughs> of our lives exactly. that follow us through these threads we walk <laughs> upon and Absolutely. play. Absolutely. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Johnny B. Good, and I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. 
They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't. I came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world? Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, host of Womanica, a daily podcast that introduces you to the fascinating lives of women history has forgotten. This month, we're bringing you the stories of disappearing acts. There's the 17th century fraudster who convinced men she was a German princess. The 1950s folk singer who literally drove off into the sunset and was never heard from again. The First Nations activist whose kidnapping and murder ignited decades of discourse about indigenous women's disappearances. And the young daughter of a Russian czar whose legendary escape led to even more intrigue and speculation. These stories make us consider what it means to disappear and why a woman might even want to make herself scarce. Listen to Amanica on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Next, we have Ilana. So many people probably love to dress up like your characters for Halloween. My boyfriend and I dressed up as Trinity and Neo. I was wondering if you had any favorite Halloween costumes from growing up. Yeah, so my mother was a costume designer and she made some costumes for Dolly Parton and she once did the cover of Playboy. Right. And somehow I guess she didn't take that home. And so we had it and it was Halloween. So I put on the ears and the bustier. <laughs> I wore sneakers with fishnet stockings and the bow tie. Yes. Yeah, Key, come on. I had some pretty long hair, and I was Dolly Parton's Playboy Bunny. Ah, um, amazing. <laughs> so our next question comes from Pilani. What's the most insane thing a fan has ever done? You know what? I remember at Cannes, we were on the red carpet. Uh-huh. Larry Fishburne was like Jada are you ready for this red carpet? And I was like, what do you mean? Am I ready for this red carpet? Red carpet is a red carpet. It's like, it's going to be lots of cameras. It's going to be lots of people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People screaming all over the place. You were pregnant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was... And it was pandemonium. And I had a straight panic attack. He had me on one side. Larry had me on the other because my knees buckled. I remember Key going, you're going to be okay. 
Hold tight. You're going to be okay. Larry was like, hey. Look this way. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. And the fans were jumping on our cars. Mm. This is coming back to me now. Right? And yes. wouldn't let us out. I remember going, I can't do this. That was my first experience in pretty much everywhere we went. And don't be with this guy. No. Because then we went to Japan and the thing happened all oh, over yeah, again. Oh, yeah, that was intense. That was crazy. We got barricaded and you didn't want to have security. Yes. We got barricaded in the store, yeah. Key. Yeah, we couldn't get out. We couldn't get out. We had to, yeah, that was intense. That yeah. was the craziest thing I think a fan has ever done. Fans. Yeah. It was like the Matrix pandemonium was just... Pandemonium. It was pandemonium. Yeah. So this is our last question, and it is for all of us. I love you all so much that I was elected by the Matrix Club to ask you the number one burning question. If you were given the choice between the red pill and the blue pill, which would you take? Well, you see my nails. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I see your table. And that table. But what about that ring? Oh, that uh, that's true. Pre, you answer first. Why do I am the newbie on the block? I should be the one who gets the answer last. <laughs> All right, I'll, just... answer, I'll answer first. Definitely the red. Red for me. I feel like my life is the red pill, so there it is. Yeah. I think for some of us, there's no choice, right? Yeah, absolutely. Just chose us in a way. Yeah. And then occasionally you just pray for that blue pill. Man, I really do be praying I for that too. blue pill, I do Karen. too. Okay? I, I, I thought, I used to think the blue pill was just like, oh. Now I'm like, oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> give me just a few days. Just give me a few days <laughs> on the blue pill, please. A blue pill vacation? Yes. Hey, that's yes, a great King. idea. We but can then that's yes. saying that like you need a vacation from the red pill. Is the red pill that terrible? It's just a lot of work. It's work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As soon as you think you have it unpeeled, there's another layer. There's a freaking and another layer. layer and another it layer. It doesn't stop. Right. I think that I would pick the red pill because, you know, as much as ignorance is bliss, yeah. knowledge is powerful. There's something just so attractive about knowledge. Though, it would be great to live in the bliss of ignorance, of course. Yeah, just give me a blue pill You know, diet. I do. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Key. Yeah, a uh, red pill. I kind of say that cavalierly, but... If it was there, I'd just be like, red pill. There you go. Just... Gang, gang. Yeah. It's a red pill gang right here. There you go. I have a question. How has Jada changed from the first time she came onto the Matrix? <laughs> oh, to no. the Jada that's sitting and interviewing all of us right now. I don't know, Priyanka, if it's changed. What is it? It's over, it's like 18 years ago. And that, that spirit who I met back then, and I'll even say it, spirit warrior, artist, mm. person. You know, we've kept in contact Absolutely, over the years and, yeah. and had some moments, pretty big moments in our lives Absolutely. that we've kind of met in. You've grown and developed and been able to share that and seek and share that seeking and, and communication and communion with others, right. you know, to be here today at this table in these chairs, Priyanka and Carrie Ann. And then to work with you again on Resurrections and just see that artist and to spend time with you there, yeah. you know, is, is inspiring, commendable. And Priyanka, I mean, it's always been righteous and right on, so. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd have to say, Key always has so much uh, depth. I think for us being two Virgos, 
There's kind of like this unspoken communication. It's like I can sit with Keanu in silence and get filled with so much. And he's one of the few people that I know that I can do that with and I can have the greatest time. Mm. His knowledge, his depth, his ability to listen deeply is just so beautiful and so unique. And I consider him a beautiful friend. And you are one of the most generous dudes in Hollywood, I have to say. And your humility is Anyway, beyond. thank you for having me. I thank know, you. I know you thank don't you. like no, having stop. no praise, yeah. but I got to okay. give you your flowers. I appreciate it. Thank <laughs> you for the flowers. I have to agree with Keanu on the fact that you build communities around you, Jada. You have this amazing warmth that you exude. You pull people in. You care so deeply around the, the culture that you create around you. That's one of the things I love about the Red Table and all these conversations that you have or so many of the conversations I'm having with people in my life. Carrie, you were just so sweet and so kind and so helpful and so loving. And that was always just so awesome. So some good days. Yeah. And Pre, I love you because we got to get what? Some girl time on this movie. Yes. We've always, I've loved you from afar. We've seen each other here and there. And I've just always just loved you. Oh, I love all the feels. I love all the feels. Yeah. yeah. But look, I love you guys so much. Thank you for having me and including me. Thank you. Absolutely. As we say goodbye, let's take a little sneak peek at the new movie. It's so easy to forget how much noise the Matrix pumps into your head. Something else makes the same kind of noise. More. She believed in me. It's my turn to believe in her. The most important choice in Neo's life is not his to make. Part of me feels like I have been waiting my whole life for you. The Matrix Resurrections. Still no kung fu. I can't wait. That's a badass film. (laughs) The Matrix Resurrections. Opens in theaters, HBO Max, December 22nd. Bye, Pri. We will see you in London. Bye, Pri. Bye, see you guys in London. I want to talk more about motorcycles with you next time, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, zero motorcycles. No, Carrie said, no, no motorcycles. No motorcycles for you. And Keanu goes, yes, motorcycles for you. We will talk more about this outfit, by the way. I'm living. I'm living for it all. Have a good day, guys. Love you, Mom. Talk to you guys soon. thank you so much. To join the Red Table Talk family and become a part of the conversation, follow us at facebook.com slash redtabletalk. Thanks for listening to this episode of Red Table Talk podcast, produced by Facebook Watch, Westbrook Audio, and iHeartRadio. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. <laughs> 